Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday of the third week of Advent, December the 16th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way, once again, of the prophet Isaiah. This time, chapter 56, verses 1 through 3 and 6 through 8. Isaiah 56, verses 1 through 3 and 6 through 8. Right from the beginning of sacred scripture in the book of Genesis, after the Lord uh, creates Adam, he says it's not good for the human person to be alone. We're not meant to be alone. We're social by nature. We're made in the image and likeness of God. And we remember that God is a triunity, a trinity of persons in one being, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And hence, since we reflect the very nature of Almighty God, we are by nature social beings. And we know that uh, part of living a good, happy, fulfilling life is to be with others. And of course, also to be for others, not simply for ourselves. One of the worst punishments that's given to an individual is solitary confinement. The individual is uh, totally and completely isolated from any contact with another human being or it's very, very limited. We know that people often use the silent treatment as punishment, social ostracism. We do not like to be alone because it's contrary to our nature. We know during this particular time of the year, part of the uh, joy and celebration of this year is also the gathering of friends and family, loved ones, perhaps we haven't seen in a long time, perhaps children who have gone away to school, husbands and wives who have been away, perhaps in the military or in various other kinds of assignment, perhaps related to work. And yet they gather during this particular time. And we know that those who are not able to come we try our best in various other ways to make contact that they are part of in some fashion. We know that this uh, COVID stuff with this social isolation and social distancing and the terrible impact it took emotionally and psychologically on the society uh, and uh, a lot of rethinking has to be done. Should that ever happen again? God forbid. That is that really the most productive way because we know the tremendous psychological effects that that had, especially on children and on families, an increase in drinking, drug abuse, domestic violence, uh, children thinking more of suicide, underperforming in school, depression, anxiety. We are meant to live with and for others. 
as much as we are for ourselves. And alone, being alone is different than being lonely. We all need periods of solitude. We need periods of quiet and reflection where we're away from the madding crowd, the buzz, the boom, and the bang of everyday life, gadgets going on and off, doorbells ringing, TV on, radio blaring, all of those things. We need quiet time to be alone with ourselves and hopefully alone and in solitude and in reflection with Almighty God. Jesus very often goes alone to pray, to be in communion with the Father. The night before Jesus uh, is going to be crucified on that Holy Thursday, after Jesus is arrested, we remember that one denied him, one betrayed him, and the other ten ran away. And Jesus said, Behold, I am never alone, for the Father is with me always. Loneliness can be a spiritual condition, a profoundly deep spiritual condition, in which we feel that we have been abandoned by God, or perhaps we have abandoned God more accurately. We have turned away from the Lord, and therefore we are surrounded by people and all kinds of activities and festivities, and yet still there is a void, a vacant spot within us. We may not be able to quite put our finger on it, but we know that something is missing. We know that someone is missing, like we may have experienced the death of loved ones for the first time during this holy season of Advent and Christmas and New Year's. And where's a vacant spot at the table, a vacant spot at the gathering, a vacant spot in our hearts. And we can experience that on a very deep and profound level in our spiritual absence of Almighty God not because God has left us, but perhaps because we have turned away from the Lord, for we are never alone. The Lord is with us always. It is we who must open our minds and our hearts, our whole being. The Lord doesn't kick down the door and force his way in. The Lord waits for us to be invited, waits for us to invite him to come in. That's the, that's the essence of love and freedom. Not force, but of desiring and wanting the Lord to come. We say, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, come. Emmanuel, God is with us during this particular time. A reading from Isaiah uh, this morning tells us about as the Israelites are going into other lands and other places, they're encountering, they're encountering foreigners with uh, different forms of worship, different habits, different culture, different values. And they are having a, a hard time because they are wanting to ostracize them and push them away. 
segregate them from what's going on in the community. And the Lord says, uh, don't do that. Uh, He's as happy as the man who keeps the law of the Lord, keeps the Sabbath. And let not the foreigners say, the Lord will surely exclude me from his people. Do not say that. Do not say that. The foreigners who wish to join themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord, becoming his servants, keeping the Sabbath, holding to the covenant, I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. Their holy cost and sacrifices will be acceptable at the altar. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Thus says the Lord, I will gather all, not only the dispersed of Israel, but all who desire will be brought to my holy mountain. All. God is the God of universal love, universal mercy. We're all to be brought in to the embrace, the tender mercy and forgiveness of Almighty God, the love of God. For we are all made in the image and likeness of God. During this particular time, we may feel a certain degree of loneliness. We may have had loved ones, again, who are not with us, loved ones who have died, maybe years ago. And during this time, a feeling just comes over us of an absence, of a vacant spot at the table, a spot in our hearts. Maybe there is a void because we have not really been attentive to our relationship with God. Now is the time to return to the Lord. We're still on the journey to Bethlehem. It's not too late to join the pilgrimage, the caravan. Those who are coming to the holy city of Bethlehem, where Jesus Christ will be born in a stable, in a crib in a manger, The Lord also wants to be born in each and every one of us if we but let him, if we but open our hearts, our whole being, and gratefully and joyfully, come, Lord Jesus, come. Come live in me, for I am never alone. For you and the Father and the Holy Spirit are with me always. So during this particular day and this particular time, let us remember in our prayers those who suffer acute loneliness at this particular time, especially spiritually, those who have lost loved ones and are going through that first Christmas, or memories long past, are coming once again rushing into our minds and hearts, and there is an ache and a pain Let us remember that we are never alone, that the Lord is with us and for us in Jesus Christ. Let us, in this particular time, pray and open ourselves 
to the God who waits to come, the God who will be born, that the Lord may be born in us, for we are never alone. The Lord is with us always. God bless you.